0: welcome to episode 25 of we have issues i'm anthony
1: i'm stevie wildcard wild child, All right. wild child. i can't hear you <laughs> that was actually not, that was horrible
0: that was that was fantastic um <laughs> Every week, uh, Stevie Wildchild, Wildcard, Wild Thing, and I get together, and we do our best to Karate Kid, cring, kick our issues in the face, um, and you know, sweep their legs and such, and do what we can to get something done in the world. Uh, this this time, it's a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical, and it's coming along. Uh, we're getting ready to launch a Kickstarter. Actually, um, we've made a lot of progress. How did you do this week? I completely finished one page right here. I, feel, actually, I, I I feel kind of, like, disappointed because you give me that sweet, sweet F sound. You're like, I totally – I was like, failed. I'm going to say it. Here it
1: comes. <laughs> and, of course,
0: you succeeded.
1: But, yes, yeah, so I, I completely finished. And I'm actually – I really – one of my favorite uh, images in the whole thing is the last image of him sliding out of the oven. Yes. And I, I just – it looks really dynamic. I feel like I did a pretty good job on that. Um, that hand. That hand. It's that – the hand really ties the room. Show, together. show, show, show the various hands here. Just do little, oh, it's Who so can say? Da, da. But anyways, yeah, it's like this, it's like the hand I draw the best, so I, I incorporate it in at least once per issue of something, but sometimes multiple panels. And I just, it's our Wilhelm scream. Like it's the thing
0: that ends up in everything, no matter what, for sure. But, <laughs> but
1: yeah, but I finished that page completely, uh, even like final edits on Photoshop for you to flat, awesome. and then. Um, I have all the blues for page 13 right oh, here, man. which is all the, um, that's when you come out of the oven and all the, mm. yeah, all the establishing shots and things like that. So, but yeah, so I, I came close to finishing two pages.
0: Very cool. I did pr- pretty much what I said. Um, I basically finished coloring or flatting one page and then I went through and just made an itemized list of everything we're going to need for Kickstarter. And I began uh, actually setting up the Kickstarter online, you know, so um, it feels really good to do it. Uh, So when I was writing, they, they want you in the subtitle to say, you know, what it is, like, what are you making? And I'm like a semi autobiographical time travel graphic novel (laughs) musical. (laughs) So, So I wrote that and I was like, how can I not write that? That's just, that's like, I've been saying this for so long. It just needs to go there. They're like, what are you making? I'm like, I'll tell you exactly what I'm making. I've been saying it forever. And here it comes. Like it's get ready for your, your eye slash ear holes for this thing. Like, um, it's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's really cool. It's really fun. Like, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to start setting up, I, I wrote down all of the different, the various rewards and stuff, uh, and you know, I, like how much I think it's fair to ask for every particular thing. Um, you and I haven't talked a lot about what our goal is, so I think we, we kind of have to get into that a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think really what, I think we're on the same page with kind of wanting to just print out a decent amount of books for ourselves, and then never let anyone read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, no. Um but basically like I think we like we want to print out a decent amount of books so then we can bring them to local comic shops, go to uh markets whenever they open, have, go to cons, hopefully one day they open and we can, you know, go go back to cons. But there are a lot of like art there there are a lot of opportunities at least locally for artists to set up tables and to meet people and get the book in people's hands. Um so for I think, sure is I mean is that what you're thinking? Is just mm-hmm. we want to print maybe 100 200 books just for us so we can have a a nice inventory yeah
1: even if it's at like a a loss basically if it ends up i mean i i i doubt it will be but even if it is at least that way we can just at least get this first book out and then like um get people interested you know we do have like i wouldn't say connects but we do have connection mild connection to some local comic book shops yeah Yeah, that Um, i and uh, i'm pretty sure we can figure that front out anyway mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a little daunting
0: like it's intimidating figuring out how much we should ask for yeah <sighs> because i don't want to i don't i don't want to be ridiculous and get greedy i i'm trying to figure out exactly how much it would cost to to print the books I, and i kind of have an idea of what it'll cost but I, i'd also like to get you some money for doing all of the art you know and, and <laughs> you know um so I, i'm
1: pretty much i'm pretty much just accepting that like we're gonna have to kind of pay our dues right and like you know basically not profit i mean just think about any business any business you start you know the first five years typically you aren't taking much home or anything that's kind of it's kind i'm kind of viewing this as like an investment into right. our future basically oh, yeah, yeah absolutely and um, even if that's even if i have to come out of pocket if we have to come yeah. out of pocket or i have to come out of pocket you know just to get some stuff going then that, that's just what it is and then yeah you know, and then we'll just, we'll, we'll grow from there, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I, that, I, that's, that's kind of what I'm
0: anticipating. Like I, I'm, tr- I, what I really hope is that people see what we're doing, find the Kickstarter through this and through various means of our, you know, advertising and hopefully people help us with that um, by sharing it with their families and grandparents. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but I'm really hoping that we, we can set a number that's decent so we can meet our goal, get the books to the people who actually want to read it, and then also print, have enough left over to print some. and that's really all. And like if we can just have enough to have that extra inventory with no additional money in either of our pockets, you know like, that would be really nice, and then that, yeah. would, that would literally be able to kick start, like kickstart our careers, you know, and that would be nice.
1: Literally. Um, yeah. we got to send an issue to Claudio and an issue to Casey too.
0: Oh, they're going to get it
1: fingers crossed.
0: fingers crossed. Um you know what we we haven't really discussed is um how uh, uh, about the printing of the music or how we're going to share the music and what what I've been thinking of just because I feel like I've been looking into getting vinyls printed and I feel like it's just a little too expensive for our Kickstarter mm. to, to like justify it. Because if we included it as a reward in the Kickstarter, it would have to... Because we, we'd have to order so many in order to get any sort of deal. And the money just would be... It's its its intimidating at this point. And, and not to mention, I think that as much as it's fantastic and amazing idea, and I want I still want to do it eventually, I don't think as many people have record players these days, even, yeah. you know, even for novelty purposes. So I think what might be best is we can offer... Um, we can offer MP3s and, you know, links to, you know, like Bandcamp or whatever, or just MP3 uh, zip file links to mm-hmm. people and let them have it on their phone or whatever they want. That way they at least can listen to the music while they're reading it or before and after.
1: And maybe this is still getting too ambitious, but what if we did something like where we printed, like, the vinyl sleeve, but then actually just put, like, the download code in it? We can you do know that.
0: I like that. You know what? You know, I like that. You know why? Like I like that because we can actually make it like a lyrics book. Yeah, and we can put the. I, I like. I like that. We should. We should. We can probably, work on something like that. Mm. Yeah. So let's. Like, I think this week we should try to work on the Kickstarter stuff and, and solidify it. Um. I, oh, by the way, before we like, Stephen, I'm gonna see you this week. <laughs> ah! So excited, dude! I'm so excited too. It's, <laughs> it's been a month. I looked, and it was a month ago that Wait, really. That's crazy. So man. yeah, right now we're okay. So we're on um, we're on episode twenty five. Next week is a pretty big show for us because it it's will happened. have been it will have been six months That's since we started this, this podcast. Um, we've been through a lot. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've when we started the podcast, I was in a relationship, with, or like I just started a relationship with someone who was uh, going to eventually stalk me. <laughs> It's, oh
1: man, that situation.
0: Isn't that interesting? Like, you know, just like all the stuff that we've been through. It's just, it's, it's funny. It's amazing to me, but we haven't seen each other in a month now. So, yeah, but, but
1: it's, it's, it's a better record than last yeah, time.
0: That's what I was going to say. Now, so so like... we're making, yeah, we're making progress all around is the situation and I'm happy with it. <laughs> Still growing. But we're going to mm-hmm. get it done. It's going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to, it's going to be really interesting. Um, It's. It's intimidating. I'm trying to get out of my own head, Stephen, because <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening to me is I'm like maybe maybe we don't have enough people who support us right now. I don't know. Uh my family, no one really seems to ever share the stuff that I do and I don't think I could explain like when I when we did the GoFundMe for the computer um None of my, none of my family supported it whatsoever. Well, I had two people in my family who were very supportive, um, Joe and Mel, and I, I just I love you guys so much. Um, but it was just so crazy to, to think that it's it's all of you guys. It's just the yeah. listeners who care, and I know that that was probably always going to be the case. But it's still there's a little part of like a pit in here that's just like I wish I had a safety net, and I don't feel <laughs> a safety net exists in my life, um, which might be for the best, Steven, to be honest yeah. with you. It might be for the best. I like that you and I have been doing this, and we've been growing like this little colony of people who just <laughs> we, we love and they seem to enjoy the nonsense that we get into. Um, but yeah, so I, I really hope they show up for us. I think they will.
1: Oh, I think I, I, I think with just like some of our closer fans, it'll probably be enough. It'll
0: yeah, oh Steve, oh, speaking of okay, I don't know how much of this we're going to keep in here, but so our last episode suddenly jumped like 60 views.
1: It, it, yeah, the, the, yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand how it's even happening it's just, yeah I, so it so, doesn't make any sense
0: yeah it, it, it's it's amazing um I, I I feel like a we're not worthy moment, but I, <laughs> I think we are like i i really i really like what we're doing. I really thought I think that those episodes were really good. I think they've been getting better um I don't want to be too much of the snake eating its tail talking about the podcast on the podcast, but it's it's interesting to watch it grow and to see those people actually you know hang out with us um which i don't know what they like so i always feel confused and conflicted about what i should talk about and when i come up with like half of an idea i'm like i probably shouldn't say this in the podcast but i'm gonna that's what's gonna happen so steven <laughs> gotta, gotta feed them so steven um <laughs> they want the baby to that extent i have a new uh Something of a Pitches Get Stitches.
1: Pitches Get
0: Stitches. I'm just going to tell you the the title of this one that came to me right off the bat. I'm not saying it's great, but it's the thing that I thought of. And it is Dragon Tooth. (laughs) Dragon Tooth. Blood of the Vampire. Imagine a world in which there are dragons. Everyone loves sure. dragons. I love dragons. I know you love dragons. We talked about Dragonheart recently, in, like on through text, mm-hmm. um, which we need to watch very soon. I love dragons, and I feel like there aren't. First of all, there aren't enough dragon movies. Um, <laughs> no,
1: but the no, reason why is because there's not enough dragon movies that are like Dragonheart, like that movie. Is exactly, like-
0: exactly. And I think like ugh, there's so much you can do with dragons. And so here's the thing, Stephen. What if dragons are real? Dragons, dragons existed long ago um that's why Di- they- dinosaur bones are dragons are dragons absolutely um but what we thought went extinct simply went into hiding in plain sight stephen because what they did is the dragons recognized that if they consume enough of an, a creature's life force they can take the shape of that creature so what dragons did was they began drinking human blood so they can live among our society but if they don't feed, they slowly start becoming what their original form was. So if the dragons don't don't actually consume human blood, they they become the beasts that they were, the winged fire-breathing monsters that they were. Dragons.
1: So, so you're basically just like rewriting the vampire mythos. Like vampires never existed in this universe. Yeah. Basically, dragons are vampires. Are
0: vampires. It's one
1: and the same creature.
0: Yep, that's exactly the case. Is they're one and the same creature. And what happens is modern day. It, there's modern day, and there obviously are going to be some dragons who no longer want to take upon this. You know, this lesser form. They, they, they're done with it they don't want to simply consume the lifeblood of these you know monster you know these you know savages walking the earth they want to be the you know the the, the primary force they want to be in control of everything again so there are some who start just destroying and stop consuming basically so they take over so of course the hero has to step forward <laughs> So the hero would have to be a vampire. The hero would have to be a dragon who recognizes the danger of the form, the dragon form in modern day. And that it's just unsustainable.
1: That in itself is a pretty cool concept because I I feel like vampire movies do tackle the beast within concept, like trying to satiate this beast. And that's like, like a very literal, like, if you let yourself go, you become this like uncontrollable flying, like, monster. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I just I think that would be so cool. Um I don't know what the story would be with the exception of a vampire a dragon turned vampire trying to stop the you know a, a group of dragons from actually just being the beasts that they want to be. You know so I mean it yeah. might just be a dragon hunter story. <laughs> it might just <laughs> be like a Van Helsing like a Vamp Helsing. A Vamp Helsing. A Vamp Helsing. I like Van Helsing also. By the Van way, Pelsing. just going to throw this out there Vampire Van Helsing, Van Helsing.
1: Van Helsing, the Dragon Slayer. I like it so much right now.
0: <laughs> Van Helsing, the Dragon Slayer is probably our new book. I'm um, just going to call it Deathless, but it's really.
1: <laughs> remember, so, that, remember that pitch he did for Deathless? That was his dull little ruse. It was a, a, a cunning attempt to trick you guys. <laughs> So, yeah, what we're
0: getting at is there's an immortal dragon who takes the shape of a human and he's unkillable, basically. So it's deathless. Um, so that's what you voted for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was never going to be up to you.
1: No, kidding. It
0: was yeah. Actually, I, it is really funny that we did that. I'm glad we did that. It was fun. Um, we,
1: the truth is, we were, we were okay with basically every idea. So, yeah, I mean, sure. that's really what it was. So, I mean, we were like, you know... It just basically gives us, because I, I feel like it's not that you and I, or definitely not you, but or I lack direction as much as it's like confidence. And it's cool to like get that, like basically that little little booster shot of, hey, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, no, it, it,
0: it definitely definitely is. That's sweet, sweet validation. No, I think, you know. But it,
1: <laughs> Listen, our dads didn't love us properly. So we need this. We, we, need, it, we need this validation.
0: It's so funny. Um,
1: I mean, well, part of it is just
0: like, you know, it's like we put all our eggs in this basket to make this delicious omelet, but I just want to know that someone wants to eat the omelet, Steven. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat it all day. Like, I'm okay with it, and I'll keep making the same delicious omelet, hoping that eventually someone smells it and is like, I need that in my mouth. Um, but it would just, it's just nice to know that there's someone in the area who's putting on a bib and, like, grabbing a fork and knife and it's like, I'm ready to chow down on that thing that you're making because it sounds delicious. You know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it just like it, it feels good. It doesn't change what we're going to work on or what we're willing to do. Mm. We're still making Deathless, whether or not and you know, like or you can you can riot. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like we are we're making this comic. Um, so yeah, we I mean we we made a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical without permission. So <laughs> I'm happy about it. I think I, I am too. Yeah, I think what we're doing is pretty cool. I did ask if anyone had questions. I we got a bunch of random questions uh some more fun Paige asked a lot of good questions Paige asked something that we haven't really discussed on here very much and she so she wants to know what style of music we're going to use or create and play it again like what is play it again going to sound like to people
1: so I've said it before and I feel like Anthony and I have a Venn diagram of music right mm-hmm. so like we're Anthony Anthony you know i i'll have like the metal influences on my not, not that anthony doesn't listen to metal anthony does like partake as well but like anthony's got more of like the softer indie mm-hmm. and then i have like you know the harder metal and then we kind of meet in the middle with like you know like like our general us elder emos all agree is like you know this like like, like the chiodos and the uh-huh. used and like that era that area of our musical taste however i feel like well, we've talked about it, and I feel like the whole album starts with a lullaby. So I don't really think this 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 EP or whatever it's gonna, you know, whatever form it's gonna take, I don't think it's gonna be anything too crazy, like nothing too like like fast or anything like that. I think it's gonna it's gonna fall on the lines of like indie rock, basically, I would think. Yeah. Um well since of a couple of the songs since
0: the songs that the character <coughs> is listening to are are basically different genres. I think we're going to end up doing a few songs that kind of work as um what do you call that in movies? Non- non-diegetic. Like it's it's the, he's not actually hearing the songs that you're going to hear, but they're songs that are about the thing that you're you're reading. So there're going to be a few songs that kind of bookend and or like um tie together the story that are about the story and then there are going to be a few songs that are in the story that he's actually hearing that'll probably also be about the story um (laughs) but what they're going to be as far as i think and like what we discussed a little is there's kind of there's going to be a lullaby but there's also going to be um kind of like an oldies sort of song and Mm. and then probably like a, a general like a nice indie song um it's yeah. So I think we're, we're going to, like Stephen said, we're going to touch on like a, a, a somewhat short spectrum of genre, but it's going to be kind of varied, you know, <laughs> like it is going to be varied. It's just not going to be a, a really extremes on either side. We're just, we're, we're trying to find the sweet spot of music. That's not going to like throw anyone off or make a, make you throw the, your phone and or the book. We don't want you to th- set the book down. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. So I think that, I think it'll be good though. Um I'm excited to work on that. It's, it's a little intimidating to start the Kickstarter without showing people the songs, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. And I don't really think it's the right thing to do um, to give people the music out of context. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm
1: just, if I'm honest and like, not to like, I know like you were relieved to be out of that area, era of your life. But like, man, if you don't write like an Epic, like some sort of like not brand new, but some sort of like twisted, like like sad song about that phrase that was uttered to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you because I feel like that's such a like such a powerful like uh-huh. hurtful phrase and I feel like it needs to be uh-huh. a hook somewhere in one of the songs. I don't know. But that's up to you. I want don't, I don't want I want to just utterly destroy oh. your soul.
0: Oh no, it's fine. No no no. There's no pressure. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine you put any pressure on me. In, like just threatening my whole life and or just um just channel no.
1: your inner Shang Tsung and demand right. that soul come <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> that is pretty much what we do when we write, you know. Like that, it's like Hemingway said: um, all you have to do to write is sit down and channel your inner Shang Tsung. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: it's pretty much verbatim. It's verbatim. It's, it's I, I, I think he said, "Finish it after all of that." Oh, right? Oh, wait, here's the
0: real quote, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I'm totally gonna, just going to put the thing. He said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great quote. <laughs> can I, put a, can anyway. I put like a, I gotta put a picture of Shang Tsung like the, this face. <laughs> The page also asks,
0: um, when will table scraps be published and available to the public? I, for, for, for the book table scraps, I probably should have just released it a while ago, just as it is, um. I'm not really happy with a few parts of it, and I know it's never going to be perfect. Obviously, like perfection's the enemy of the good. Like as much as I keep noodling and like whittling away at something, it's just gonna it, like I'll just keep chopping it until it's it's heads off. You know, like I'll kill mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I will like Chris Farley, my my uh, biscuit. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I'll do that forever. Um, so she's right to ask. Uh, in the, the in reality, my my plan has been to do this start um writing deathless and then finally finish the book because it's really only a couple of chapters that i want to get in and just per- not perfect but like you know fix just uh, like tighten up because there are some chapters that are just too too crazy too like it's like too loose you know like i like the, the tempo like the pace of the story is lost in a couple of spots and i just, i have to fix it it's a silly book anyway um it's a very silly book. I don't know who's gonna like it or who it's for, but it's going to release. I'm gonna do my best to get it out this year because it's I want to be done with it, just like I want to be done with this story because it's also a breakup story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like I, I'm ready to move on and like tell more interesting or like just new stories based on like things I've learned since, you know? Um, and just ideas I've had since, which I'm I'm excited to explore, like Deathless. So I, I'm aiming for. October release, just because it's like a horror-based story.
1: Mm, um, that makes sense.
0: Page question the third. steven if we could both be a supernatural creature, what would we be? She didn't specify together or separately. Um, so, so we
1: we could be Gogeta. Then is what she yeah. me, I mean, we, we could be fused one.
0: We could in one thing, Stephen. I don't know why we wouldn't. Um, I mean. If I could be a super... Like, if I could be aware of Steven and just when the moon is full, I just... My beard grows.
1: Hey, can, can we just turn into each other? <laughs> that would be so cool. Steven, how cool would it be if every full moon I was you and you were me and we... <laughs> sounds like... It sounds like an awkward situation,
0: it though. It's but us. it's that I mean, time. I mean... it's Stephen, I would look immediately. I would I would I would give you no like there would be no grace. I could I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be like don't worry. Yeah. I wouldn't be like don't worry, Stephen. I'm not going to look. I'd be like Stephen, let's just get it over with. <laughs>
1: and just <laughs> you would be like, "Wow, that's a whole lot of average going on." <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Stephen, you're married. This is perfect. <laughs> um, Speaking of, dude, I even know we should keep this story for the podcast. Yeah, no, I know I know. But you can if you want i'm just i just gotta figure out how to word this so that it's not completely inappropriate so let me set the scene <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is completely detouring, but it just got on the topic of like you know genitalia so um so my kids i'm i like took tina's hand and i was like polishing tina's nails because you know like something i forget is that we're artists so yeah. like we can like i'm the, i don't polish nails but i can polish nails and do awesome designs on our nails because sure. i can draw So that's what I did to her. But then my kid's like, daddy, daddy, can we paint your toes? I'm like, of course you can. So Cammie painted my right foot and Chasey painted my left foot. And like Chase's is obviously far worse. Um, But anyway, so like my nails are polished, all this and that. Well, a few hours later, you know, kids are asleep. The parents do what the parents do. And it's fine. There's nothing said until a certain position is taken and he's, Melee meets these two giant feet and these super polished toes, and it was like just this uproar of laughter like, just, like just take it out of the entire moment because like, I love it. polished my toenails love it. in the worst way possible. But, uh, but yeah, so if I could transform into anything, oh man, like anything, or are we talking? Well, she said mythical beasts, right? She so, we're, myth- we're talking like your traditional, like your your werewolf, your vampire, dragon, mermaids. Mermaids obviously are very strong
0: and very powerful creatures. Apparently.
1: <laughs> they do not. They do not beat dragons. I found out.
0: Though. They do not beat dragons. I mean, they could. I read your story and I was on board because with it's the eel pe- rose. With the eel rose. I was all on board. Steven created a character well on the podcast and then. <laughs> brought that character onto Twitter and just breathed life into him and gave him a quiver on his back of Eros. And that's just beautiful. I thought Eros was it was it was
1: They were like electrified and they would just and he yeah. killed the dragon, but I guess people just weren't down. They were okay no. with him they were okay with Gary the Merman killing the unicorn, but they were not okay with him defeating the dragon. Not at all. And, and then dra- and then Dragon and Vampire tied.
0: I thought that was really interesting. Um I, I, I wish Michelle would like th- like offer up some sort of tiebreaker there because it seems like it's impossible unless dragons are vampires
1: yeah like like (laughs) vampelsing i was thinking about though when is it in all mythos that vampires are allergic to fire or in most mythos or is that just is it just certain ones
0: i think it's just certain ones because if you think about like obviously lost boys they're like around the fireplace while they're that's
1: like one of the best scenes of the whole movie, too. Yeah. Oh man. No, I. I mean, I was thinking like a dragon. I mean, because I've like seen somewhere fire does seem to impact them, and like a dragon just breathing fire in a vampire. But
0: mm-hmm. oh, it would be a beautiful,
1: beautiful scene. <laughs> I'm just. It just goes back to Game of Thrones, really, really messing up. They had zombies and dragons. They had a zombie dragon. They had a zombie dragon. They had a zombie dragon. It was so cool. How did they mess
0: that up? I mean, how do you mess up zombie dragon? They did it really well. Like they, they like properly messed it up. They were like, we're gonna, we're gonna go all in here and ruin (laughs) your life. No one. Steven, speaking of like, things ever
1: like, no one has ever messed up more.
0: <laughs> speaking of things that messed up, I know you're like a, a him, "How I Met Your Mother" ending apologist. I know that, and that's okay. I get it, and I I, 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 I like, I can be on on board with with the whole story and him like wanting. You know, it, <laughs> spoiler alert: if you haven't watched all of "How I Met Your Mother," I'm going to spoil it for you right now because it's been a while, and it's okay. Um, when Ted reveals, so Ted reveals, you know, the thing about Robin. That's all fine, okay. But you wanna know what's not fine about how I met your mother, Steven? <laughs> what on? I think I saw one of your tweets, so I think it's that. <laughs> yeah. There are two there are two things. Like firstly, firstly, unless they were writing, unless they were writing an episode and then making that one episode, I understand that happens with the pilot. Not the rest of the season. The rest of the season, usually they order a season. A group of people goes in a room, writers' room. They break the episodes. They know what's going to happen. They separate into, to, you know, individual people who get, you know, to, to write each script. They write the script. They bring it back. They punch it up. It's all amazing. It's a great process. Um, seems like a lot of fun. I would love to do that. You know, but um, Stephen, there's an episode in which you just see them smoking pot. And then a few episodes later, they do the sandwich thing. I thought the sandwich thing was brilliant. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought the sandwich thing was one of the best things that they did because that's what you would do if you were telling your kids a story and you wanted to hide certain things. You know, if you, if you, you know But there's an episode, just a few episodes before that, where it's just like, they're just smoking pot. know, I was like, oh. they weren't hiding they it. They didn't hide it at all. Like it, was pre, it was pre-sandwich situation. So I was like, mm-hmm. I guess they came up with that after. But they had already ruined it. I was like, ah! I never realized that on my first watch. But what really got me, Steven, I think I wrote a tweet about this, and what really got me is that at one point, Ted <laughs> tells a story that has nothing to do with meeting the mother. At no point is there a breadcrumb of meeting the mother. He's not even, like, pretending to hint that it might have happened in that, sec- that era of time. He's not even, like, suggesting that one of the people involved in the story might eventually maybe be the mother. And, like, no, there's no hint. There's no reason to tell the story. And the story is about the first
1: time he had a threesome. <laughs> Yeah. Can, can I lend some credence to, to, to Ted and his ability to tell a threesome story to his children? Yes, please. Is I'm pretty sure my dad would tell a story like that to us kids. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I understand my childhood isn't the basis for the majority That's, of America.
0: But maybe I'm not so sure
1: say that, it like,
0: is. Ted with his, like, <laughs> Wade patch, like, you know, like, pretentious encyclopedia pretentious yeah that's right. I, i'm pretty sure that he's not gonna be the one who does the things that your dad did <laughs> <laughs> like he, he might have certain no no here's the thing ted might have we don't see them but he might have certain like proclivities he might have certain um interests that your dad shares maybe <laughs> maybe um not naming names at kinks um <laughs> But what he does, but 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 I can't imagine that someone who would hide the fact that he smokes pop via sandwich, you know, with his kids, would then be like, okay, no, no, no. Here's the thing: had one of those people maybe let at least led into a relationship. If it was like one of the, you know these people, it's going to become a relationship. That would be one thing. It was just about him winning the belt and getting like the the, <laughs> the, the tricycle. He was just like, hey, kids, guess what I did once two chicks at the same time man like <laughs> that was his
1: oh, right, oh, right, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that
0: was his story to his children i was like i like i write notes to atlas all the time i will not mention one time <laughs> that i did anything remotely like that like like this is not gonna happen like he can re- he can hear this he can hear this part and try to try to guess at what his father has experienced in life <laughs> Two chicks at the same time, Alice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, if you had a
1: billion dollars, what would you do?
0: Yeah. Two, two chicks, man. You know what would have been... like? There are a lot of things they could have done. They could have, like, tethered the mom somehow or tethered in how it, like, affected how Robin saw him. I think that would have been interesting. Because it's like, if you're someone who's... Like, you're, all of your interest is just about getting two girls it with you. And then you look over and you see Robin kind of, like, judging you about that and saying, like, how Barney-like you're becoming you might that maybe then later on you recognize like the reason ted would have told that story is because he learned not to be a jerk because Mm, you know like something like that
1: or or
0: what if barney tells some of the stories and we don't realize it
1: that would be a much better and and then ted and
0: i (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if what if Ted yeah like because like he's sitting there listening to his kids and like it First of all, we all know that this story had to have taken place over several days. Like, there's no he, – he must be calling his kids, but, like, there's no way, right? Can it – how long were the kids on the couch? <laughs> how long? Anyway, I'm not going to keep most of this in, but
1: it's just, like, that part bothers me. Well, you know The one thing that never set right with me in that show mm-hmm. was Stella did Ted so wrong, right? Yeah. Stella, yeah. like, really wrecked him. But what bothered me more was that, like, she knew – you know she she knew what she was doing was wrong and she 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 accepted like that and she left with tony Mm -hmm. but why did tony make a movie about how horrible ted was yeah like the whole that whole like uh yeah that whole like you know jed mosley and uh chris patan playing you know like like they made ted seem like this horrible human being like and i was Mm. like man like why did they do that to ted it was like such a messed up episode like it made me so angry because like stella hurt ted Mm. so bad and it was like they're going to like double dip on this pain real quick and just yeah. kick him while he's down. Like, yeah, yeah, twist that knife, get that <laughs> bucket of salt poured over our boy. I just don't understand like why the, why the writers even wanted to do that to Ted. Like, I just don't, I don't understand what was happening. Like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think they did try to branch it off into something else, but like, cause I forget where it went, but it was just like, man, it's so messed up. It's talking oh. about like, it was the episode where they're basically talking about people's, um, bringing baggage into a relationship. And then, oh yeah, that's his baggage that he was.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, is baggage is pretty important it's weird like i i feel like I've, i have a lot less baggage now than i did like last mm-hmm. year you know like i feel a lot better i think the podcast has helped me a lot with that um yeah i do have to get out of my own head still like with relationships like you know like hanging out with um li has been really great you know it's it's really great um she's she's really amazing person um but I do find myself, you know, in rare moments, I find myself just, like, having these little, like, doubts that are based on nothing. That are, like, Seinfeldian little twists, you know, where mm-hmm. I'm just, like, there's no reason that has to, that exists. And it's something that I could actually talk through with her and it would be fine, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, and some sometimes, like, <clears throat> because, and I brought it up to her where I was, like, I think we are, we're different, you know? Like, we do have um different perspectives but it's not i think that there is a, a pretty strong Venn diagram there like mm-hmm. ethically and you know like kind of spiritually you know i think that there's a really strong Venn diagram which is probably the most important thing that you know like you identify with those things and you know kind of find shared joys in certain things um more so than like the sa- liking this the same music which we do like some of the same music and stuff you know but like it is interesting. Like I asked recently on Twitter um, what people think that you have, like what, what are the important things that you think you need in common with a partner to make a relationship successful, you know, um, if if anything. And a lot of people were like, I'm completely opposite of my partner. I'm completely, out." you know, it's just like, I get that like, your little country and their little rock and roll, like that's not the <laughs> opposite, you know. Like if you can't sit down together and watch Breaking Bad for the first time or something, you know, like that's yeah. opposite. Like it, you, you need to be able to share those things. And if you can't, I don't. I like I personally, as someone who just really enjoys, really enjoys storytelling, really enjoys like um, the you know fireplace of our time being TV and stories. You know, stories. If you can't enjoy music and books and you know art in general with the person you're with it's I don't know what you're bonding over you know because like how is your shared experience with those people different from a shared experience with anyone else you know it's, it's really weird for me so it starts like I start oh, sure. turn, I start turning those wheels and I don't know so I'm like and I understand like I like L.I. and I have had a lot of conversations that have nothing to do with pop culture you know and it's kind of like what Chicago Tony V was talking about um how a lot of like so many conversations at, at parties these days um seem to only be like revolve around the sun of pop culture you know like you can't escape the gravity of movies and tv these days and that's true and and you know, people like you and i like thrive in that in that environment because we love it you know yeah, that was like
1: that's like yeah that's what we bonded over that's what like yeah. our generations is obsessed with you know absolutely so-
0: dude and like but like so Eli and I have bonded over like that is like a star in our galaxy or like a planet that we can visit but it's not necessarily the sun that we share if that's you know does that make sense you know like so it's we do like we have similar interests and things but the we have so many conversations about other things that every once in a while I'll get in my own head where I'm like maybe we don't have you know these things and you know and then like in the very Seinfeldian way I'm like she does, she's never seen Robocop or whatever, you know, or, like, she doesn't like, you know, these movies, and it's, like, as long as she doesn't
1: hate Ferris Bueller, I think it's okay. <laughs> you know? Like, I... Was, you know what's gonna be a tough pill is if she's never seen The Lost Boys. I've learned that people that haven't seen The Lost Boys, like, just don't accept it as an adult. Like, it's just... Here's the thing. Um, She doesn't really... She... She's soft. she's soft steven she's a soft delicate flower person <laughs> so so david ripping into that guy's skull at the fireplace is just not gonna be not gonna be her her cup of tea huh probably not and that's the thing is like i don't know like probably
0: not probably not mm-hmm. um so i don't know probably not and it, i don't know how i feel about it and that's where I, I like i end up back in the place where i'm like does that mean i can never watch lost boys with her but I guess I could just lost watch Lost Boys when i by myself or with Steven. But, <clears> but <so> I <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> <just> like
1: Foreshadowing <laughs> basically
0: Exactly though. But that's exactly the case. It's like so I get in my own head, um, and I talk to her about it. And I was just like, you know, I asked her, I was like, does it ever worry you that we're different you know, too different? You know? And she was she came into my work, like, she stopped at my work and, like, one of the last things she said before leaving was, like, she's kind of whispered, like, I like that we're different, and, like, left. And I was like, like, this cute, magic person that she is. Um,
1: yeah, she's, like, a weird unicorn person. I just, I really appreciate it. Um, but... Tina and I, I mean, Tina and I, for example, bond over a lot of things, but, like, Tina does not play video games. Yeah. At all. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, we listen to similar music, we watch, you know, we enjoy similar programming. Uh... We have like a lot in common other than that, like that's literally the one thing we probably don't have in common, but yeah. like that's obviously a big part of my life, but it works just fine works great it's a fantastic relationship
0: yeah and and you know it's still very new um I do have all these all these these feelings <laughs> <laughs> like like feeling things are weird it's, it's, feeling things remember feelings, dude <laughs> you don't you ever had feelings. Yeah dude i've never had feelings before no it is well it's weird okay it's weird because i'm not someone i'm someone who like appreciates things and i can love people at, like for what they are but i don't feel a personal connection with a lot of people you know like it's it's and i don't like i'm sure i'm just you know i have i have trauma i have you know issues <laughs> with connecting with people um and maybe some of that is due to, you know, the thing we just wrote a book about where I'm like, you know, like, maybe it's an abandonment thing where like, I get ahead of things and I, you know, mm-hmm. I die, you know, so maybe that's the part of the issue. But, you know, whatever, I'm very apprehensive, like, I'm really reluctant to, to, to just get in there and like, let people inside those, you know, those rooms. So... When, when I start feeling people like, like snooping around in those places and I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize that door was open. You know, <laughs> like I, like I didn't, I didn't know that I gave you the key to that one yet. And like, Oh man, you're there. And it's, yeah, weird. not,
1: not here. Not now. We're going to leave this one alone. <laughs> yeah. There's, in there,
0: <laughs>
1: well, this is this is where I keep my fear of you. Young, want to see how paranoid, delusional I can be? Okay, <laughs> this is this is that room. I'm afraid you're going to yell that, and that's where I keep that fear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a specific moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've been
0: we've been friends
1: for far too long.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, so this is the end of our friendship. <laughs> no, so but it's cool. Like I I do I like it. It's just scary, you know? So, and, I, and it's weird because, like, I am someone who has, like, jumped into, like, c- certain abysses without, like, recognizing that the red flags were my parachute or my, my bungee, you know? I was, like, I have this bungee of red flags that I tied around my ankle and I know that they're going to save me at some point. And it's so, like, I'm going to jump into this thing and, like, have faith in it. But I also secretly know that I'm tying this thing around my ankle. And I don't really feel that with this. Like, I feel like every time I do have those little, like, apprehensions, I, I just talk to her about them. And so far, she's just been, like, basically taking a giant pair of scissors to those red flags while I'm doing it. Which is amazing, but also still scary. Because I'm, like, I'm still jumping into this thing. And now I don't have that safety net. And, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and it's a safety net that I've become, I've grown accustomed to. And something that, like, I I always knew... It's probably subconsciously, but like I always knew that I was safe, even though I was I was trying to take these leaps of faith. But now I feel like I'm just kind of leaping and hoping I don't hit a bottom somewhere. <laughs> or if I do, I hope it like I, it's a really nice Rorschach and it just leaves this beautiful painting, and everyone loves it.
1: You know who's gonna be at that bottom? <laughs> <was> me, bro. <laughs> Every time, just, 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 a, just a big Snorlax plush <laughs> at the very bottom of that well.
0: <laughs> That's all I ask that's all i asked steven i need someone down there it was (laughs) was rough actually um the first last time um i reached the bottom of that pit you know after you know after uh voldemort and i broke up i was like working through things and i started making this like um improvised comic this like improvised every like i was just drawing pages um just like with just right on my tablet, I was just drawing pages of this thing. And the concept was literally, uh, it was a guy who was hanging himself. It was a guy, that, it was me, basically. But it was a guy that was hanging himself by a, a ceiling fan. And the ceiling fan breaks while he's doing it. And he falls through the floor. But when he falls through the floor, it's this giant, like, endless abyss. And it's just like, oh, it's like monsters. And like, you know, it's just like he's, but the ceiling fan is acting as like a propeller to kind of like, bring him down slowly. And it was going to be that he just slowly goes through this whole abyss and ends up kind of in a better place and losing the thing around his neck. Um, And so, you know, and instead of like, you know, uh, killing himself, he was going to end up like sitting on the chair and like coming to terms with what happened. Um, But what happened in real life while I was working on that was I was I was just putting out these pages and they were so dark, Stephen. It's like, it starts with a noose. And then the noose stops moving like it's the noose is moving and then it stops, and then it gets darker um, anyway, so I was doing that, and my intention was to work through what I was going through because like I was hitting that bottom and I was like I, like I'm scared that there's nothing here I'm gonna draw something there was my plan was basically like I'm gonna draw my way to the bottom and catch myself um but while I was doing that, I had people messaging me, telling me to stop the fall, like yelling at me about it, like, like, don't do that, like, stop doing this, like, it's too dark, you're you're upsetting people, and like all this stuff, which I think was a horrible decision. Like, I think that the way that they, my, my, my like, people in my life handled that was awful, it is not, it was not the right way to do it, it's not how you deal with people who are going through depression, or have depression, you know, it's, it's just not, um, because so they seldom
1: like, they, they offer of perspective. They just they just tell you to yeah. stop doing what you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. And then, give, and, and then insert nothing else into your life beyond that. You know, yeah.
0: And like not once did anyone ask questions. No one was like, "Hey, are you okay? You know, is there anything I can do for you?" Or like, or just like, "Hey, are you working through this?" It's like, you know, is this something that's should I be concerned? You know, like, do you? It's the whole like, do you need help or are you working through this or are you okay? You know, just ask some questions instead of demand like making demands you know like making demands it, it just it bothered me is what it did it made me feel like it made me feel like it was the inconvenience of the darkness that bothered them and not the fact that I was actually hurting you mm-hmm. know or I was like the fact that they have to be like shaken from seeing baby pictures and silly animals for a second you mm-hmm. know is a bother but that's what art is anyway and like what do you like what are we doing like we're making it I was I was trying to demonstrate this thing that I was going through that was really hard and important and like I was clearly working through it like in real time you know because I was I was improvised like I didn't you know normally we we write and we thumbnail and we go through this whole thing I was just drawing like I was just going improvising these pages really quickly um and I was I was enjoying the process and I was working through something and I and I think like knowing what kind of what the end was and that like I knew in the story everything's going to be okay and I was working toward that myself mm. And then having people tell me to stop that process while I was doing it was just like,
1: and it was because of their own comfort. It wasn't even absolutely. your comfort. It, it wasn't was...
0: me at all. Yeah, it, it's and like... it's
1: because you weren't playing the character in their life that they 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 have you in their life for. You know, they, they yeah. like you're and... this character to them, and you aren't you aren't snapping into your role. So like, get with it, basically. You know, yeah,
0: absolutely. And I I think it's so important to remember that. People are complicated characters, you know. Like we, we yeah. you know, although we might all feel like the you know hero of our own journey and the hero of our you know protagonist of our own story, we're still just like lesser characters in other people's stories, and we are mm-hmm. you know we have our various roles. But everyone is still a hero in themselves in their own story. We have to remember that when we meet them, we can't act like there was a Emmanuel Kant uh, has this whole thing where he says like we have to treat people like their um, ends in and of themselves, like they are complete individuals they're not means to an end you know because like that's when you start objectifying people and being like Mm -hmm. big monsters you know so we and that's the thing is people were treating me as a means to an end and like what i was accidentally or not accidentally but what i was getting giving them was a little bit of my perspective which they didn't like at the time so it was giving them the means to a sad ending that they didn't want to have to deal with you Mm -hmm. know um And it's, it's funny that, you know, people want to, you know, snuff people, you know, snuff out identities via, because of their own inconvenience, you know, or it's just like, we, I, I just, I just, I wanted, I wanted a little more empathy, you know, from people, but, but it's like, I, you know, like we talked about before with the computer thing, with like my fear of Kickstarter. And it's just like, I don't think people are really there the way they think they are, you know? Um, And that's okay. But that's me like now coming to terms with like, who people are to me in reality you know um and and we know what what people are capable of and you know what to expect and what to hope for and you know it's so it's interesting because like i think i was treating them in like means as means to an end when i'm hoping that people are going to support the various things we do just to support it i'm like please do this and i guess it might be unfair to have those hopes i still have them i still wish my family would be more supportive Yeah, man.
1: Like anyone that I care or know about, like if they have any sort of thing, like I mean, I'm all about that. Like, don't don't you want, like, don't you want to like in like anywhere where you can spend or like put put yourself into? Don't wouldn't you want that to be someone you know or care about? Like, yeah. You know, like if if you're if someone you know does you know air air conditioning, wouldn't you want to hire their company? Absolutely. Like as opposed to someone else's company. Like th- that's what it's all about is to build building your little community, you know, and like help propping each other up, you know.
0: Yeah. And it yeah, it
1: blows I, my mind that there's not that much.
0: No, I, I I think it's I think people forget. I think people forget about the tangible community that you can create because of the internet. You know, like I I think mm. that I think that kind of everything becomes like um. That's the word I'm looking for. Like everything is everything. Like everything is everywhere all the time. You know, and since we're constantly connected to everything, everything feels like part of a community but it's some things are at reach and some things are closer. We have, you know, like we have a tangible, um, you know, uh, solar system, you know. And it's, it's mm-hmm. like I was talking about with Li and like where our particular sun might be. It's that way with every, you know, relationship, you know. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, we have like right now, like this podcast is basically like the sun of our our friendship <laughs> at this moment, you know. Where it's it, just it like, really
1: has it has kept us so close, and it makes me so happy that we like, you know, it was your idea, but it makes me so happy that we've like committed to it and yeah. we like don't miss a week and we like film it and like yeah it keeps the friendship alive for sure like it's
0: it's it's great and like and there's nothing wrong with that like it's 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 good to recognize those things and like we were we revolve around it and like kind of worship it as our friendship you know (laughs) or it's Mm -hmm. like this is the thing that we appreciate the most right now about this at least Mm -hmm. and like i think that a lot of people forget you know like where people fit in their respective solar systems, you know, not necessarily even what they can get from them, but just what they are, you know, like, when you look at the, you know, some people are a moon to you, some people are there, like, you know, affecting your gravity or whatever, you know, like, it's like people have feelings for you. It's like, it's just an empathy is what I'm talking about, I guess, you know, it's just yeah. when you're, you know, you have to recognize that people, like, I have ants that, like, you know, I've been there my whole life. And I always feel like, I, you know, I, I love them and I want to support them. And if they ever do anything that, where they need me, I want to be there for them. And I, I guess I want them to want that, want the same thing for me, you know? So, and it's when I don't feel that it it does hurt, you know, and I, I don't want it to, I want to be okay with it and just be like, that's who they are, you know, and like get over it and just,
1: we all can't have aunt Laurie you know, <laughs> I know aunt Laurie is my favorite. <laughs>
0: aunt laurie is just a wonderful person yeah. i mean we we do have a lot of like wonderful listeners and we're like oh I, we do so what's next for you i know like i said this week i think i want to totally focus on kickstarter stuff so my yeah. plan is to edit the commercial uh well it's a film with you edit the commercial and your plan is to do that page at least right
1: i'll color that page and then i'll try to pencil at least i'm, I'm still aiming for two pages a week because cool. i want to yeah. try to get something done
0: Oh, that'll be awesome. All right, dude. Um, that sounds good. And I'm excited to see you on Thursday. So it's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. All right, dude. Um, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate all of you. Um, if you're only listening to this on one of the various podcasting apps, we do have a video every single Wednesday. It's available at youtube.com slash we have issues podcast. Please tell your parents, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies. I don't know if that's still a thing. Tell your biffles and your sisles. I don't know. That, that's probably not a thing. I make it a thing. Tell your sissels. It's, it's just another word for sister, I think. I don't know. Uh, uh, so uh, we need you to tell everyone you know to subscribe to this podcast. And also you subscribe to this podcast. We love you and we need you. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. I'm Anthony. I'm Steven Wildcard. We'll see you next time.
1: So, well, I'm succeeding on a technicality. But anyways, I completely finished one entire page right here, which in my opinion is probably one of the cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chasey. Have a good night, okay? You Wanna say hi to Mr. Anthony? Come here. Come here. Come in and say hi. You're already here. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Say what what's your name? Blimey. Where are you supposed to be right now? Where are you supposed to be? Are you supposed to be in bed?
0: It's so, it's so Why weird. It's raising your mother.
1: <laughs> I know. This is a little little version of my ah. mom. A little version of your mom. Little Debbie. What do you say, Steve? What's up, buddy? Oh. Hi Atlas, how you doing tonight? Hi. Hello. How are you doing tonight? I hear you're six years old now. That's crazy. Yeah. Six. Yeah, I'm six. Oh wait, sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you say to Steven?
1: Whatever you want. <laughs> How's your day? My day. It was really good, actually. I had a busy day at work but then when I got home I got to make dinner for my family and, and have dinner with them and then draw a little bit before I talk to your dad cool how are uh, your girls oh they're good yeah. Chase you just missed Chasey she snuck in here a couple times while we were filming the podcast and Cammy Cammie's Cam long passed out Cambria cannot cannot see it past nine she'll <laughs> pass. she's so funny yeah yeah you need to come over again sometime soon too Alright. I can bring my cartoon cat plushie. Yeah. And yeah, I, and I need I need to give you yours back. I still have your guy. Your your uh Five Night at Freddy guy that you left here. Oh yeah, was it was a fun time foxy. Uh-huh. Yep. He's up there by my Dragon Ball Z guys right now. He said I got a, Oh, a wizard bonnie.
0: Oh that was cool. That one's cool too. Maybe for maybe your next birthday or Christmas, okay? Alright, okay. say goodnight. Good night. Good night, Atlas.